Hello, welcome to the Smart Sandwich. Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of the Sports Sandwich. I believe it's the third episode. It's about the third episode. I'm Peter, as always, and sitting next to me is William, as uh, always. <laughs> as always. Again. Can't get rid of each other. Just stuck. Um, but three so episodes in. Oh, well, I'm gonna open mm-hmm. by asking you, how's your week been, William? Because it's it's been a while since we've seen each other. You had a good uh, week. No. Been all interesting. No. No. You got any new hobbies, perhaps, involving... Uh, eating out. Okay. Yeah. That's my new hobby this month. Going to gain £100. Right. But okay. going to save £100. Gain £100 in weight, but save £100 in British in pounds. Monetary value. Okay. Because uh-huh. it is, uh, the government has released uh, eat out. Yeah, well, this team. is not the kind of thing we need to hear At the about. same time as a... Uh, stop obesity scheme which I don't think correlate with each other so it's another mistake from our government so fast so they're selling fast food off cheap whilst telling you not to be fat yep sounds like another winner from Boris but um, I meant like have you got any interesting hobbies like that poker hobby for example you were telling me about you've just been starting oh yeah I played poker that's a bit more a bit more sport I won I won a few tournaments how much are you putting actual money down? No, 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 just for fun. Just for fun. I like oh, is this game. online. Yeah, oh. Poker Stars, the fun of the Poker game. Stars. So you get free money. You can just receive money for free. Wow. But cool. you can't. It's not real money. But I put in a ten thousand uh, chip tournament. Came out with three three hundred thousand. Do you think you play better when it's not for real money? Though is it? Is it? No, I think I play well. You know. Yeah. Okay. I just love the game. I see it as a game. I don't see it as a way to make money. I don't see it as an investment or anything like that. I see. I see. What about you? You're not. You had an interesting week. Um, I've had an interesting week. My friend got How a new house, which was fun. Oh, good to see. You? Yeah, I went and had a housewarming party last night, which was pretty good. Uh, we had vodka, which was a mistake. Uh, so. Bit hungover, but I'm must have missed gonna that. Going to plough through. Yeah, you missed the invite. You yeah. missed the invite. Missed it. Ah, so shall we move on to the big first story of the weekend? That the British GP. Ah, no. Not the British GP. No, it was this little old trophy called the FA Cup. What's that stand for? Played between. Football Association. Football Association. Yeah. Association Cup. Yeah. The oldest, the oldest cup tournament in the world. In the world, yeah. In football, I think it's the oldest cup tournament. Isn't it just in sport. I think it's the oldest cup. Pop. Get back to us. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I'm send sure, send your sure. emails in if we're wrong, which we probably are not. Yeah, it's definitely we're, we're number one. Why not? Britain in the FA Cup, um, but F- Arsenal um, played Chelsea, and Chelsea were the favourites, but Arsenal won. Thanks to what's he called? Oh yeah, Aubameyang. 
Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang with some class, a good class goals. Yep, he has had a good, good year. Doesn't know whether he's going to commit his future to, to Arsenal, though. But no. Wants to have a better year. Should, um, should we just talk about the actual game? I thought, I thought Chelsea played very, very well for the first 20 minutes, around 20 minutes, and then from then on, they just decided not to play anymore. I don't understand why. What were your particular thoughts on the game? Yeah, I thought uh, it was good that Chelsea got the quick goal because Arsenal liked to sit back a little bit. Mm. But I didn't, I didn't know if they were going to do that in a final, but it looked like it could have done. So a quick goal definitely helped Chelsea, but then it also like pushed Arsenal to go on, which is why I think Chelsea let down a bit into the game and then Arsenal just powered through. In I think I think Frank got his tactics wrong. I think I think he I think he set up to get an early goal, like you said, because Arsenal are a team that like to sit back. Yeah. And he thought, well, we'll get an early goal and then we'll sit back. And I think the goal came, if anything, too early for him and then he had too long chances yeah. to, to stay in what he had. But he did take a while. The goal didn't, the goal didn't come till uh, uh, 66 minutes. Or, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, um, that means Arsenal have now won the FA Cup 14 times, that's more than any other club, by quite a bit, I think, actually. Um, I know Man uh, United is second, and there's quite a few teams on around I seven, know eight, Chelsea's seven, on eight, nine, yeah. Because it said it on the thing, Chelsea's got eight, Arsenal's got 14 now. 14 times they've been uh, FA Cup winners. What do you think of the FA Cup? Do you think it's... Uh, uh, I think it's not as big as it should be. It no, should, it's not. It should be a lot bigger. And it is, you know, I think a place in Europe. Well, there's, there's no big. There's no doubt that people people are saying that like, oh, Arsenal are equi- equivalent to um, Liverpool because Arsenal won the cup. Like no one's no one's saying that because clearly much more stock is placed in the league. Um, mm-hmm. That's what people want to win more. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cup has just took a backseat, especially with Europe. European competitions rising in prominence and other like Europa League competitions and Club World Cup competitions of the 2000s and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think despite all that though, I think and the fact that Arsenal have won it loads of times this decade alone, I think. I mean, didn't Wenger win it like three out, three out of his last seasons? Or three out of the last four seasons, yeah. I think so, then Chelsea so, only born there. Yeah. Man United, Van Hal was the last one. Yeah, so um Yeah, I mean it's not it's not the trophy that they want to win, but it's a trophy and Arsenal have had an atrocious season yeah. pretty much. Finishing in Europe after this season. That's incredible. Could have gone worse. <laughs> it could have gone very, very worse. You know, got back in the Europa. Let's speak about Lampard a little bit. I wanna say that I saw some stats that says um well, he's he's kind of a lot of people saying that he's took the club backwards since he took over. Backwards? In, in, backwards. Backwards, because... He's taken them forwards, didn't he? Well, what, well, how many trophies did they have last season? No idea. They won the Europa League, didn't they, against Arsenal? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And they were finished higher in the league. Yeah, they also... They finished, they finished third, he's took them down to fourth. They did have that hazard guy. They've lost, they've conceded more goals. They've scored fewer goals. I'm just saying, maybe maybe the shine's coming off a little bit. Um, 
but again, he did have a lot to do. He, 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 had, he had a transfer ban, didn't he, at the start yeah. of the season? Um, though Liverpool didn't buy anyone either, even though we didn't have any transfer ban inflicted upon us. Yeah, but you had a Champions League yeah, squad. Team. Yeah, we did. So and you did and, Chelsea's team. Uh, Chelsea, he did. And you had a manager who's been there four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew yeah. the team. That set is up, true. That whole, is true. Set a whole way of how the team plays. And so I don't think you can compare Frank Lampard to Liverpool to Chelsea right now. No. I think I, this summer, Frank's making moves, though. He is. Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that in the transfer section. But um, to, I guess, draw a line in the FA Cup. Well done to Arsenal. 14 times. Maybe, uh, hopefully, this could be a building platform to win other trophies. Just stay with still it. Got, keep winning. Still got to say well done. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'd, I'd big, all the big teams are in. I'd it. love to. I, I really, really wanted to be in the FA Cup because I, I would have loved to have a double, like a double. Would I would have liked it, though. Yeah, <laughs> being a West Brom fan. We got further than Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. I guess technically you did. Yeah. Liverpool had a few other things to focus on. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, but yeah, maybe. It'd be interesting to see the Community Shield as well, but I'm pretty sure Liverpool will win that against Arsenal. That's the end of August, end of this month, so might have a little... Does that count as this season or, like, or next season? It counts as next season. Next it's the season. first possible trophy you can right. win next season, but it's not a trophy, it's just a... It's another domestic it's double for Liverpool. It's just a friendly, I guess, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, the trophy doesn't get you all, but... No, it's, it's just sure. a... It's a nice... Um, it's it's nice to win it. Nice to win it. Um, so yeah, we're going to move on now to the playoff. Um, oh, playoffs. Yeah. Now That's the two Welsh teams didn't didn't do it, did they? Nah. Didn't go well for the land of Wales. They tried. They, they tried, tried. Uh, but they failed. And <laughs> the two two teams t- into the final are li- uh, London are based, London based, and Brentford. One of them is a Williams pick. He's yeah. been his pick all along. He said Fulham. Um, I've got faith in him tonight. And, of course, Mitrovic is back. Yeah. He missed out the both legs. Yeah. Against uh, um, Cardiff. And you, you always said Fulham just had the best team right from this. Yeah. Area. yeah. On paper, definitely. On paper. And Brentford has still got that third thing. But they did they did do well in their playoff against um, Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. But it's a one-off game. It's a one-off game. Oh, I think happen. But this, is, is. this game exactly. is literally going to be kicking off as this podcast is about. It's, it's going to be released pretty much. So we'll see uh, what so who gets the predictions get right. We get everything right. I'm going to say Brentford because you're saying yeah. form. I'm sticking uh, with just form. Just to be controversial. What, do I do this? I think it will be. Two nil form. Two nil form. Yeah. I think it's going all the way to penalties. Really? All the way to penalties. Well, we, because I remember Fulham last time they were in the playoffs, they went. They had a, a poor showing against Aston Villa, and didn't that one go the distance pretty far as well? And there was a late goal. Mm-hmm. I, I think Fulham always. They're they've they've done it a few times. Correct me if I'm wrong, Fulham fans, but I've, you have done it a few times where. You sh- you should have gone up and you've kind of stumbled at the final hurdle. Yeah, but now uh, they're back again, so they shouldn't do it again. They learn from their mistakes. <laughs> and I don't think they will. You see, I think they'll right. just keep repeating the same mistake. I don't think Brentford's got it in them really. Just infuriating the fans. 
Um, I like Brentford's transfer policy. They're doing a money ball, money boil, money ball, hot money, <laughs> money ball style thing, which is based on the Oakland A's and baseball. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt yeah. sorted them out. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt has come into Brentford and he's been uh, motivating them yeah. every single game. That's what he does now. You don't watch the games though. Believes it. He comes in and he comes in and gives a big speech and he gets angry at them when they lose a game. Um, he sells the best players straight away. Yep, because that's what makes sense. Moneyball. <laughs> but Oakland days did miss, did lose in the playoffs. So yes, in that season when they Brentford are hoping not yeah. to copy that part. Yep, um, but former definitely the favourites. Um, are they? I'm pretty sure they are, aren't they? Because Collins is probably equal. I think the bookies have got their favourites. Maybe just. Uh, so, yeah, I'm saying penalties, Brentford to go through, and you're saying penalties. 2 0, yeah. No, I've got no, no penalties. 0 no, 0, no, all right. the way to penalties. Big drama. See? Mitrovic, Big saves. Mitrovic is going to miss the penalty. He's going to miss his He's going to miss the penalty. Well, that means the Fulham. Means that Fulham don't go up. Wow. Means that Brentford go up. Wow. This is predictive powers, and guys, I literally... Send your energy to <laughs> Mitrovic, everyone. Yeah. Please. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd say like I'm providing all these hot tips, but literally the, the game might be over or it might be happening as the podcast is released, so I don't know, get these hot tips. It's on, it's on Williams, so if it, if, it, if it comes out late tonight, guys, then Williams is the guy to blame, because he's the editor. Yeah, blame me at thesportsandwich at gmail.com. Yes, say so what are you doing, William? Get them uploaded earlier, lad. Get them uploaded. So that brings us on to transfers. Transfers, football transfers, football transfers, transfers, rumours, football room. Oh, no, you're not doing it with me. I'm not just, doing that. Just, just I didn't know yourself. it. I didn't know that, Chan. Okay. Yeah, well, we're, we're going into the world of transfers, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are talking football transfers now the window is a bit strange this time around because of course it is open until october time is it the 5th of october i believe it closes yeah yes so, there's a lot you don't and have to make players, deals straight away and i do believe that after the oh, no. uh, charity shield game we've got an international break so there's another two week gap after that i'm pretty sure um so it means we've got a sizable transfer window um but uh, the players are already coming in, William. And yeah. Sancho, well, Jaden Sancho, the oh. English prodigy that's been toiling away Borussia Dortmund and doing wonderful things, he is joining Manchester United. This 99% likely to join Manchester United. For £100 million. Pounds. It's almost confirmed. There's got to be some weird add-ons on that. Yeah, Man United are not going to pay 100 million straight out for a player. Yes, they will because they paid 70. Like, how much did they pay for Harry Maguire? 80 million. 80 million. They'll pay. That was they'll pay else. more. They'll pay 100 million if they're paying 80 million for Maguire. Based on that market, then Jadon Sancho is worth 150. Yeah. So they've got a good deal. <laughs> they've got, got a deal on uh, Bruno Fernandes. Basically, just overpaying for all the players apart from Bruno Fernandes, who has been big, best best signing in the last five years, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair to say. Um, There's only an half a season. Yes, and he did dip in form towards the end of the season, I do believe. Um, but 
What do you think, William? Would Sancho is Sancho the the man to take him back to the Holy Land of winning league titles under Ferguson and being the biggest club in England again, or are they just still not there? Even with the inclusion of Sancho, I don't think they're there. You don't think they're there? You got or twenty, not? thirty points to make up. One player's not going to do that. It would. They finished on sixty-three-ish points, and yeah. Liverpool finished on ninety-nine. I don't think. I don't think. So that's like thirty, more than thirty points. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to be the same next season. I think it'll be around twenty, thirty. Liverpool and Man City will be ahead. Yeah, I reckon I'm both. Be I reckon both Liverpool and Man City will get nineties. I'd say mm. low nineties, and then yeah, be so a few points. Got thirty points to make up. I don't yeah. think Sancho will do that, but. Uh, They'd be looking at some other people. What, yeah, Grealish. But just to stick with Sancho, oh, what, what do you, what do you know of the man? What do you think of the man? What do you? I know he's going to be a future Ballon d'Or winner. A future Ballon d'Or winner. That's, that's what that I know. That's on? what I know about him. Is that see? This is why these are the hot takes people <laughs> tuning for. Jane uh, Sancho is going to be an in, English Ballon d'Or winner. We haven't had an English Ballon d'Or winner since Michael forever. Owen. Michael Owen, yeah. Very young, Mike Lone. Yeah, Sancho also very young. Uh, well, Sancho's definitely got it in him. If he'll do it at United, I don't know. Yeah, he, he plays the. Uh, he only plays a lot of places. But he mainly yeah. is like an attacking midfielder, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, he plays out wide, but he's not. That's not his best position. Yeah, I think his best position is like further forward through the, through the middle, through yeah, the middle, just behind the striker, yeah. I guess. Which will push some of my United's best players this season out wide, like Rashford and Greenwood. If he plays, they'll probably have to play on the wing because Sancho, uh, Sancho will play him behind. You think he'll so, play Sancho behind? Yeah. Okay. I don't think they'll play him on the wing as often as Dortmund. Dortmund, no, no, no. Okay. Not, not in the Premier League. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, his stats. I mean, he's he's not spectacular. Um, he gets a few assists and a few goals a season, doesn't he? But he doesn't he doesn't set the world on on fire, does he? Nah, he's not Mbappe numbers. No, yeah, no. But he's definitely worth more than a hundred million. I think. Do you think with his potential and everything? Wow. wow. But I think if Man United do get it at a hundred million, it won't be overpriced. Okay. Okay, definitely. Cause what would the midfield be then? Of um, would it be Pogba, Sancho, and Bruno? Bruno? That is a decent <laughs> looking defense. I mean, midfield, midfield, sorry. That is decent. And they could get. Well, if you want to talk about other players, could get Grealish, could get Rice. Yes, so they, they need defenders. Defending, defending midfielders there. Yeah, but no. They don't need defenders. Yeah, they've conceded loads of goals this season. That's been the big thing. Like, wow, they'll lose. Mm. Uh, their, def- their defense is not. Need Harry Maguire to be worth eighty million. Like <laughs> he's supposed that, to be. And David De Gea not to have a howler. Yeah. But do you uh, think they need a new keeper? Henderson has been given They're very strongly. Has been looked yeah. at uh, contracts and stuff like that at Man United, but they've got to start playing him if they're going to want to like turn him into a De Gea, a brand new. Yeah. Is, is that that? When you when you when you're a keeper and you're in your young twenty when you're in your young twenties you need to start playing like every game and otherwise you just can't develop. It can't be for Sheffield United. No, if, if they want to be United. if they want to be David De Gea, he's going to have to play these like really important games. He's deciding Champ- games. Yeah, Champions League six finals against like FA Cup semi finals, Liverpool yeah. games, like you say. Yeah, you need put some pressure. Need, on him. need a good. You need someone. 
And Romero's well, not but, doing that but, at the minute. But let me, let me ask you this then. So what would you say is the biggest priority for, for Man United? Would you say it's the defence or the goalkeeper? Where would you say they need to spend the money? I'd say it's a defender that will either make Maguire look good or that will make Lindelof look good. I think it could replace Maguire. Yeah. I think Lindelof is... I think Lindelof is... He could look really good with a defender like... Yeah. I got no idea, like Vidic or something like that. Cooler Bali. Cooler Bali, yeah. Plays for Napoli. Good. He's basically Cooler Bali's been linked with everyone for the past five <laughs> seasons, um, but the man just keeps playing for Napoli. That's, loves it. Loves, loves playing for Napoli. Yeah. Just be a big fan of wine, I guess. Oh god, we've got some great wine down there. Yeah. Oh man, the weather's probably the weather's probably decent as well. <laughs> they don't have good weather in Manchester either, so yeah. Um, mentioning well, just to draw a line. Yeah, what do you think about Man United's positioning? Who, I think. I think. I think a world class goalie, like if an odd black is going around, just get odd black in. I think mm-hmm. it, he would. I think honestly, the biggest, the biggest difference. I think when we got Van Dijk in, odd blacks on a few. Really every, everyone so. always talks about Liverpool, and when they brought in Van Dijk. Uh, and yeah, it was it was amazing, and we did concede a lot less goals, and we did look a lot more solid. But it wasn't complete until we got that keeper, like until we got Allison, yeah. we was a different team, completely different team. And, um, and it, it, you build everything from the back, especially with the modern football, and especially with modern football. And De Gea just can't play sweeper keeper, can he? No. He, can't, he can't play that all. He can't, but. He's he well, used to be one of the well, best shot stoppers. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer doesn't seem to. What do you think? Uh, is that his style? His style isn't really that, is it? His style is more counter attack football. At the minute, at yeah. At the minute, yeah. But you know, get Sancho and be playing around the midfield, playing from the back. May not just started to play from the back a lot, but Pogba can't really handle it. Maguire can't handle it. It's only when it gets to the strikers where something good happens. But that's pretty yeah. rare at the minute. So I don't. I don't think. I mean, I think, I think up front they don't have any worries. To, nah. They don't need to you do like over sixty goals and assists for them from three yeah. this season. I mean, if one of them gets a long term injury, then maybe. But they do have some replacements in there. Yeah, uh, Daniel like James yeah. or whatever. But uh, they spent fifty million on him last summer. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He had a really good start. This Jesus. Though. And people were like, "Oh, we got this kid. What a deal! Fifty mil. <laughs> it's got like two goals in the first two games." But then. Oh God. Kind of died off, and then around Christmas, stopped playing, and then yeah, got uh, uh, they got Bruno in, and I think James already played a couple of times this time. Just to draw a line under it, though, so you're saying Sancho, good move for him, good move, good move for United, good move for him, good, good move, move for United. United, more so than him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd agree with that actually. Um, okay, uh, over. Teams, other team. There are other teams apparently than just Manchester United. Yeah, Manchester United is kind of taking the <laughs> taking a ball and run with it on transfers. Usually, usually I've noticed like when a team has to buy like six or seven players, that's not a good sign. Usually, yeah. <laughs> that's not. But everyone, especially when they to, keep keep buying them every season as well. Because they want to um, fight for the title at the minute. Because Liverpool, they just bought a kid in, sixteen-year-old kid. Though. I'm sorry, I don't. I didn't write his name down because I don't think he'd be playing. But he's a winger. Um, yeah, West Brom's not done much either. Liverpool have been linked with uh, Diego Carlos. He's a severe centre back. He's had a stonking season for them. Um, 
they Sevilla want about seventy mil, um, and he he'd be a replacement for um, Dejan Lovren, Dixie Lovren. That's just he's just moved to Zenit Saint Petersburg. Um, so I guess he'd come in as maybe a replacement, or maybe he'd push um, Matip down the pecking order, perhaps, uh, or he might start getting first game action. But I think uh, he's, 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 he's older, he's about 28-ish, 29-ish. Well, so. centre-back. Centre-half, yeah, centre-back. So you're not going for Koulibaly anymore? Uh, again, we linked with him, but I'm, I'm not really buying him. more sure of this? I'm more sure of Diego Carlos might have a slight chance... Of course, we did uh, sign Thiago Alicante, who plays for Bayern Munich. Munich. Um, I'm pretty sure that's 100% done. Uh, I think it's training, though, for Champions League. He's training with them. Yeah. yeah. And Sancho's training with Dortmund. Yeah. Fair news. So, Fair news. But anything can happen. Takes what? And because they're training, that means transfers could be easy because there'll be no medicals and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're English players now. They're all on holiday, so... That's trying, to, true. trying to buy them it took about a month <laughs> trying to get Grealish or something from Ibiza <laughs> a yeah that's true that's true um, for me though like Liverpool just really really need to strengthen they need a replacement for the front three uh, they kind of need a replacement at left back um, as well as a replacement at centre half so I'd say we need three signings you need three you won the league by eighteen points. You need three signings. Yeah, <laughs> we do because we need we need someone to replace that front three because true that front three just plays every game. It literally just plays every game, and they score every game. It's good great. Uh, but they yeah, are getting older. This, this is what I'm saying. Like, if one of them front three has a seriously long running long run uh, out, and Van Dijk has a long run uh, where he's injured, then we we could end up just capitulating and losing absolutely everything. Had, if they have bad form, it'd be good to. This what I don't. I don't, on the side. I don't think that sixteen year old. I don't think that sixteen year old kid's going to be brought in as a direct replacement for Mo Salah this <laughs> season, for example. So perhaps yeah. someone um, could be about that could. But you know, I've just got. I just got to put my faith in Klopp. Uh, I trust in Klopp. He's delivered me everything that I want. So just got to trust in Klopp. I'm sure he'll do the right yeah. thing. Good luck, Village as well. Yeah. <laughs> any other team? Any other team transfer news you uh, want to talk about? Chelsea. Talk about Chelsea. They've signed uh, Werner. Yeah, Timo so, uh, Werner. Red Bull. Everyone's been hearing about him for a while. He was linked with Liverpool for a while. Didn't he? I think he came out and said that he uh, he, he loves Liverpool. He loves Liverpool. And he signed for Chelsea. And he signed for Chelsea. Yeah. Yep. Um, Don't think Liverpool Liverpool could afford him though. To be honest. Who we could our net spend has been ridiculous. We haven't spent. Yeah, but I mean, at the time the Chelsea Chelsea bought him like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool yeah. wouldn't have put fifty million two months ago. Probably not. Definitely after letting all the staff go to furlough, trying to say they don't have any money, and then spending fifty mil on a player that might not even play. Well, they let all the staff go to furlough, and then they quickly retracted yeah. on that. But that bad was, PR. That was like a stunt. That was like a <laughs> two three month old story. So I I completely. I, can about them, I completely man. disagree with what Liverpool did at the time, but let's draw a line under that because that was three months ago. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea have bought in a few good. Uh, and they're linked with that Zayek. No, they got Zayek. Zayek. Link with Havertz. 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 Kai Havertz. 
Much of Gladbach, so why? Playing in Europa League. Yeah. So in the next few days. I've heard good things uh, about him. Midfielder. Really good, yeah. Uh, creative. Uh, got a good pass, good vision. Fitting well with uh, Chelsea's uh, style of play, I think. Yeah, it seems the like they're getting up. a lot of exciting players going there again. I think I still think Chelsea Chelsea could be the, the I still think they're the third best team in England myself, regardless of what the table said. Not on goal difference. No, no, that's <laughs> true. I still think I but still yeah. think Chelsea are better on paper, than better than United. Yeah. They got more depth as well. But they do have so a lot that'll, that'll be interesting to see how they develop over the next few years. I don't think they can challenge for a title, but I don't know, maybe. Maybe they could. Stranger things have happened. Leicester won a Leicester league won. like four years ago now. And spent like that was 20 pretty, mil or something. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, I think Chelsea, they're not going to focus on winning the league, obviously. But they'll focus on trying to get some good cup runs, trying to get a lot of games in for the players. Because they've got a lot of young players, so yeah. they'll need experience. Yeah, they like do. They have that. Who's well, that? Tammy Abraham's. Tammy he's, Abraham. he's really good at start of the season one, and then he's kind of dropped off. I think. Yeah, they have a lot of players like that. Uh, Miss amount as well. Who show show a lot of promise and then that's drop ex- off. That's experience, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, Tammy Abraham. This is what you don't season, what you Chelsea. don't want is inexperienced players like that in combination with an inexperienced manager. Because an experienced manager would know what to do and say to get. An inexperienced kid through, and and obviously Lampard doesn't have that no. at all. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, it's really good that they got players like Giroud and stuff for Chelsea still. Yeah. If they didn't, they'd just be good. they'd be winning two games, then losing like four games, then winning three games. Yeah, just definitely. Just the experience, I'm sure. But. Definitely. Um, just to mention other Premier League teams, I think really well need to strengthen. If they want to do anything, I think Arsenal could do with uh, strengthening a lot of places, to be honest. Yeah. Um, At least they don't need a goalkeeper, though. Yeah, like, that's two true. pretty world class goalkeepers. In the mind, you the centre half. Mind a few centre halves. <laughs> I don't think David Deleuze is uh, cutting the mustard. He's been really good recently since that red card and penalty game. He's <laughs> been really good. Oh, poor, poor David Deleuze. Um, Tottenham, Spurs, I think, didn't they uh, sneak into. Fifth or six or something? Six. Six, yeah, of course. Leicester fifth. Um, so Wolves out of Europe now. So now Arsenal's won the FA Cup. Wolves don't have Europe unless they win Europa. Wolves are out of Europe. Yeah, well, Congrats they'll, win, they'll win the Europa then, won't they? Um, no, well, I think Spurs, definitely, because they've got under Mourinho. I think yeah. Mourinho was promised money when he, quit, when he came in. I don't know if he'll get money, though, but we'll see, I guess, on that one. Uh, any other teams you want to talk about? I think might need players or West Brom and Leeds both need strikers. They definitely need both new strikers. Are they, are they going to get strikers though? No. Uh, Troy Deeney might go Spurs. I've heard. Really? Uh, Mourinho had some good words to say about him in a press conference. That would be interesting, like as a Harry Kane replacement, or maybe even play a four-four-two with both of them. I think we'd probably play both of them. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Do that, Mourinho. Do that. I'd watch that. Mourinho, it'd be good at that as well. Cause if the ball ever gets up top for Spurs, then <laughs> bounce score. Yeah. Sorted. And Troy Deeney deserves Premier League. I think. Watford oh, had yeah. a lot, had yeah, a lot of yeah. issues this year. Yeah. I don't think it was any of the players' fault that they went down. Personally. Yeah, yeah. As you said, the last episode, the board was just uh, yeah, on a mad one for some reason. Watford. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I think that 
draws the transfer window to a close this week. And of course, if there's any big exciting moves coming up, we'll talk about them next week. Yeah. Uh, if anything happens, yeah. um, I think that Sancho thing that happened this week. Yeah, we pretty we talked about it because we were pretty yeah. pretty sure it's happening. Uh, yeah, so I think we'll move on to William's favourite part of the podcast, and that is the F1. And I believe we had a race in Britain, the in British Grand Prix. At Silverstone. Silverstone. The British Grand Prix is on this year. A lot of people thought it wouldn't. We're going to have two. So two. Congratulations to everyone at Silverstone. Putting on a are good... two back-to-back? Or yeah, are they... this weekend, back at Silverstone. But not okay. the British GP. The... 70th anniversary of Formula One. Wow. At Silverstone. So, how many years? When was the how first year? 1950. Who, who the map? 1950. 1950, okay. It won't a full season like it is now. It was just a few races for the rich people around Monaco and stuff like that. It's basically what it is but now. It was Formula One. Yeah. It's basically what it is now. Basically. Anyway, so, British GP. Yep. Started enlighten me, William. Started did on Friday. My predi- with some did my prediction sessions. of um, Hamilton winning come true? It did. Very spectacular win. Oh, I'm good. Well, I'll talk Go on, lead, lead me through it. So, here. Do you just want to hear about the race? Go on, lead me <laughs> through it. Practice. Lead me through it. <laughs> so lead qualifying me. on Saturday went about as well as everyone thought it would. Okay. Lewis, Bottas, Max. Then that's it, really. Uh, Albon coming into like 13th, 12th, something like that, really struggling with a Red Bull car, and Max is just making him look even worse than he is. So, right. unlucky to Albon. Anyway, okay. gone to the race now. Yeah. Everyone excited for the King, Hulkenberg, back in Formula 1 after eight months. Last race was the 1st of December last year at Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. So, he's coming to replace uh, Sergio Perez, because he tested positive for coronavirus. Sergio oh, okay. Perez. Went back to Mexico. That was big news, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's out, and within 24 hours, Hulkenberg was in his car, ready to set a qualifying lap. Ready to awesome. yeah, set a qualifying lap. Uh, who's, your, who's your favourite ra- uh, ra- driver? Sorry. Uh, Max Verstappen at Aston Martin Red Bull Racing. Okay. The... If you're listening, Max, William got yeah. a secret fan club for you. I, uh, I love Max he loves you. He loves you really. Like He writes poems to you, Max. He writes poems. I didn't do that. He's a very exciting racer. He's the only one putting a fight up to McLaren, uh, Mercedes at the minute. Yeah. So, you know, don't really like Mercedes powering through and just winning every single race. There's only been one other race leader this season. Go on. Uh, Max Verstappen for one lap. Wow. Uh, otherwise, it's been Lewis and Bottas. Every uh, single time. Every, for, yeah, every lap apart from one this season. Anyway, so started off. Yeah. King Hulkenberg is back. Nice. In the, in the racing point. Okay. Uh, car didn't work. So oh, no. <laughs> everyone's excited for him to come back. <laughs> a lot of hype for him because he's in a car that could. Yeah. He's famous for not getting a podium. He's had 10 years in Formula 1, no podiums. Wow. A lot of points. Pretty though. poor. Very poor. Very, very poor. He's been at some good teams as well. Uh, he was at how Force keep, India. How come he keeps getting a chance and he keeps not delivering? Well, give give me a chance. I'll drive. They finished seventh for a few years, which is best of the rest. A lot of people okay. joke around that it's a Formula One point five award. It's a good, Form- good, oh. good banner. I see. <laughs> That's without the top three teams. Yeah. So we're back. Uh, yeah. So I'm just going to talk Peter and you guys for a very extensive race coverage, and just go through all the big points. So start off before. 
like I said, Hulkenberg missed out. Okay. Uh, got his got his uh, chance, second chance, probably his last chance in Formula One, and the car didn't work. Don't know what was wrong with it. It just won't make it to the grid. Had to sit in the garage, and Hulkenberg had to. Sounds fun for Hulkenberg. So him and Perez both not driving Perez's car. Nice. Anyway, first first lap already exciting. Magnussen brings out a safety car. Wow. After a touch with Alexander Albon. Yep. You're not very interested in this. I am, man. <laughs> so the safety car comes in, uh, drives it's around. It's hard to be excited about a safety car, though. You know really? I mean? It's one of yeah. the most exciting things that can happen in Formula 1. It's got all the safety car, it's boring. Yeah, but then, no, then stuff like pit strategies can change and then stuff can happen on the safety car. Alright, go on then, keep going. If you don't want to talk about it, I'll talk I about it. Go on, enlighten me. Alright, so then the safety car comes in on the sixth lap. Yep. So by far that's the safety car now. So everyone's bunched up again. Lewis will yep. get a good start, but it doesn't matter anymore. And then uh, so Albon comes in for the pits. Yeah. Is he doing an early one stop? He's put on hards, possible damage from Magnussen. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just skip through some stuff. Uh, Kvyat has a pretty hard uh, crash. Kiriak, who's he? Kvyat. Kvyat. And who's Kvyat. he? Kvyat. 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 And who's he race for? Uh, Scuderia Tordoroso. Tordoroso. Okay. So, oh, Alpha Tauri now, sorry. They were okay. Tordoroso for a lot. Alpha Tauri. Cool. The Red Bull's second team. Yeah. So he crashes out, brings out another safety car, lots of pits in this one. Lewis, Bottas, Max, and a few of them miss out because oh. they were just past the pit uh, entry when yeah. the safety car started, so they missed out. So they go in the next pit. lap. So then the front uh, guys pit in the next lap. The only one not to pit, Roman Grosjean of yep. the Haas. So he's running yeah. like fifth now. He has a lot of, uh, there's a lot of battles, Roman Grosjean. Terrible race from there. Uh, so then he starts he's driving in fifth probably waiting for another safety car right down here yeah didn't happen and then a very interesting driving from Roman Grosjean Uh, a lot of braking a lot of moving under braking which as you know is a big no-no Formula 1 because the cars are going like even in the braking zone they're going like 60 70 miles an hour so if you're moving like right to the side and someone's trying to get past you someone's trying to dive into the corner yeah, and you know, easily caused a crash, but didn't. Steins gets past him, Norris gets past him, and then he gets a black and white flag, which is checkered flag. No, well, it's black, black and white. Black and white is a checkered flag. A checkered flag is black and white. Yeah, so I'm right. What's a black and white? Yeah, but it's not called a black and white flag. Black <laughs> and white flag is something. A warning. A warning for misconduct. Okay, because he was doing so bad, and then now at this point, Mercedes are. Eight seconds ahead of Max Verstappen in third. Nice. So Lewis is ahead and Bottas is two seconds behind and then Max is six seconds behind. Wow. On the uh, 29th lap. Okay. So just over halfway, already eight seconds. Wow. Uh, Yeah. 35 laps in, I was just written Max is bored. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why I've written that. He was driving with no one around him, not. uh, Yeah. 39th lap. Vettel still fighting for fifth, for tenth place. Wow! With Pierre Gasly, the other. You said F one were gonna do. You said um, I thought Ferrari, Ferrari would do well. Yeah. Right, I'm getting to it. I'm getting okay. to it. But Vettel fighting for tenth, obviously yeah. not confident in the car. Something's going wrong with him and Ferrari, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, then fiftieth lap, two yeah. laps before the end, 
what happens. Something, something magical happens. Something magical happens. Mercedes don't win. Valtteri Bottas no. gets a puncture okay. in his front left wow. tyre. Cool. So he, cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, go on in. Don't have to be sarcastic about it. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, he gets a puncture. This is incredible. Yeah. Everyone's screaming, everyone's shouting. Right. Max is catching up to him. He has to like come all the way down to like 13th okay. and then goes into the pits. Yep. So Max is in second now. Mm-hmm. Then Sainz has a puncture in his front left. Yeah. So Max... Where was he again? Sainz was fifth at the wow. time. Okay. So, you know, fighting for podium. Mm-hmm. Leclerc is fourth. No, Leclerc is fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lewis first. Then Max comes in for a pit stop. No idea why. Second in the race. When he comes miles, in for a pit be- stop. miles behind Lewis. Comes in for the pit stop. Was it his decision or the... It was a team's team's decision, decision. okay. But you do get, since last year, you do get a point for fastest lap if you finish in the top 10. So I think that's what they were going for. But a horrible decision. Horrible. Because halfway through the last lap, Lewis Hamilton's front left tyre gets a puncture. Oh no. The exact same tyre. The exact same tyre as Bottas and Sainz. So I just thought. Right. it could be a win for Max here because no. Lewis is about halfway around but Max is about like 40 seconds behind at this point Yeah. so Lewis is oh, congratulations to Lewis because he does an amazing job to drive around half a track with three tyres he does it and he does it nice. and he gets two corners away from Max at the end so finishes yeah. just as Max coming around the second to last corner which he came at the end mm. uh, and wins a British GP with three tyres Nice. He's won it six times with four tyres. So now I thought, might as well win it with one. Less. One less one tyre. Less, one less tyre. And nice. So he also gets a puncture. So if Red Bull didn't come into the pits... What do you think is going on got, with these punctures then? Uh, I think it's think it's Silverstone. Just Silverstone? Yeah, it happens a lot. It happened a few years ago. A few other drivers went out. But these tyres are not that good. A lot of, play, a lot of people complain about the medium tyres. Yeah. But... They were on I've noticed a lot of them aren't using medium tyres. No, no, no. Uh, not in the last couple of races yeah. because they were going for one stop so they had to put hards on. Okay. they last a lot longer. But next week there's going to be even softer tyres allocated. Ooh. So that could bring out a lot of strategy since all these front lefts are coming off at Silverstone. Mm-hmm. So the tyres are obviously getting used a lot more than people expect which is not something you see from Mercedes usually on top of everything. Yeah. No, if they thought they were going to be wearing the tyres, the call people in pretty quick. Because Lewis was, he could have done a pit stop and still been second pretty cool. easily. So Lewis wins with three tyres. A lot of excitement for next week on these ultra softs now for the softs, which I'm hoping everyone's front t- front left goes apart from Max Stafford and Alex Albers. <laughs> anyway, cool. uh, sorry, Leclerc finishes third as well in the final. Oh, right, cool. So my prediction wasn't completely off. He would have finished fourth if there were no tyre issues. So Ferrari's obviously done something. Yeah. Not with Vettel's car though. No with Vettel's car. They left that one. They left that one. So yeah, Charles uh, finished. Charles Leclerc. Uh, The Frenchman. Been a long time since there was three different teams on the podium. Uh, Monaco's. Oh wow. Monaco's guy. Charles Leclerc. Oh, And Verstappen. No. Monaco. Yeah, but he's French. No. 
He's French. Monaco is a completely different country. Yeah, but he's French. There's a Monaco Grand Prix and a France Grand Prix. Kept it the same. <laughs> he's French, dude. <laughs> okay, what language does he speak? He speaks French. <laughs> he speaks a lot. He speaks Italian very well. He speaks Italian. That's a good fit Ferrari. Um, yeah. But Max Verstappen is now the Dutch driver with the most Grand Prix under his belt. 106. Uh, he's taken the title away from his dad. Don't think Ooh. that would be a happy house. But oh, I think it will be. I think his dad will be very proud of it. Jos Verstappen, not the best Formula 1 driver. 106 starts for him now. The, the, uh, the Dutch, do they have a pro- pretty prolific history in Formula 1 or not? No. No. So no. it's not that big of a uh, Massive Formula 1 fans. Yeah. There was supposed to be a Dutch Grand Prix this year at Zandort, but obviously Corona. Corona called it off. Would have been a very interesting Grand Prix as well. It's a brand new track and stuff like that. Uh, and I would have liked to see Lewis say these are the best fans in the world when everyone's there wearing orange supporting Master Stafford because that's something that Lewis always says at every single track these are the best fans in the world <laughs> says it about 15 times a season all in different countries because like, he has the worst personality because <laughs> he has the best because uh, he's one of the best Formula 1 drivers ever he is one of the best he is, he, is he the best though not currently but he will be, won't he, after this season? He'll have the exact same number of titles as Michael Schumacher if he gets the title this season, yeah. Oh, I thought he'd overtake him. If he no, he'd both be on seven. Seven? Yeah. He will overtake him, though, don't you think? I think Lewis has definitely got five more years, probably, you know, in motorsport, yeah. so he'll probably win the next five championships and go into 11. So, wow. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Any, so, any You want to mention... Is it another Silverstone then in two yeah, weeks? Yeah, 70th anniversary. I mentioned it at the start, I think. Yeah. So Silverstone again, softer tyres this time. Hopefully some good strategy so I'm not bored like Max was during the race. You're looking yeah. forward to... Uh... Look forward to Hulkenberg. He's, okay. he's, in, he's in a racing point again. Should get a start this time. Hope he goes well for him. Cool. Awesome. We're moving on. Or have you got anything else you want to say about the F1? I love F1. Can I just ask? Can I just ask why? Why didn't we get an instant race reaction that the sports language viewers? I didn't think. I didn't think. It, I didn't think it would be uh, good enough. I'm very critical of myself and my own work. <laughs> so you know, I, I did do it. Did listen to it back. Thought the listeners deserve a lot more than this. I think we got in depth on the like, podcast. I like how I, I did mine, but I didn't. I didn't even listen to mine back. I just you should have done because you said a lot of things wrong, like my night work when a trophy and all that. Yeah, that was the first one. He said I did. a lot of things wrong, so you probably should have listened to it back, Pete. <laughs> but I, I gave it an instant reaction. We're moving on to baseball. Baseball, William's favorite sport. William's favorite. My sport. favorite sport because I get to nap. It can last up to three hours. Yes, yeah, so that's true. You can have a good nap. Uh, unfortunately, the Red Sox are in atrocious form at the moment. Red Sox are a big team, right? Yeah, they're a very, very big team. They're probably the second biggest team in baseball, but they find themselves second from bottom in the AL. Second so from bottom. That's not so good at all. the second worst, not the second best. No, they flipped, have, flipped they, the they have won three games, two of them away, one of them at home, and they have lost seven games. So of wow. the first ten, it's three to seven. And when did that, when did that start? including a four-game loss streak to their rivals, the Yankees, which did not go well at all. I ended up watching a couple of their couple of them games, and they were very, very poor. Yeah, you were shouting at me through text about them games. You are very excited. 
It was a comeback on it. I remember. Oh, that was, was that was the Mets game. That was a oh, wild. Mets. Oh, that was that was, a, well, that was about the other week. They were the one of the few games they did win was against the Mets. Oh, well, um, when did yeah. that start? The baseball. That started. Uh, I think Fauci was throwing out the first ball around a few weeks ago now. A few weeks. A few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we've been back about a few weeks. So yeah, it's not Still that good. Of course, of course, they won the World Series in 2018, and they had one of the greatest teams ever assembled in baseball. Um, not my words, but the words of many baseball commentators. They could be your words as well, if you want. But they, how it does seem like we're in a little bit of a sliding slope now. It seems like we're a long way from where we was then. They do always, always start badly and then get better and better as they go on. Like they usually do have poor forms at the start and then they get good form uh, towards the end, which is where you want you want to get the form towards the end in a playoff style yeah, yeah. tournament when you're close to a World Series. Um, yeah, I think JD Mar- Martinez needs to uh, do a bit better with his batting. Um, I think Bradley Jr. as well could help him out. Uh, it don't have to be all on him. Um, yeah, and I think I think uh, we've had some poor fielding as well. It's allowed the Yankees just to like get four passes. Um, so yeah, uh, Nathan Ivaldi is going to be starting tonight um, uh, for pitching, and he's going to be throwing out against the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays, in the beginning of a two-game series. Um, which yeah, we really really need to start turning around our fortune. So. I'm hoping we win the next two games and find ourselves beginning to climb the table. Otherwise, it will be a long, long season for the Red Sox if we keep up this form, to be honest. Uh, anything you want to say, William? Uh, are you interested? Well, do you want to know who's on top? No. The Yankees. I did watch, I did watch something to do with baseball this week. I've just remembered. Someone that I don't know the name of threw a ball, like the whole length of the field to third base to get someone out from like the edge of the thing on yeah. the right do you know who that was no I don't know uh, who that was congratulations to him cause what <laughs> he was good for a... get him playing for England against Ireland tonight <laughs> <laughs> for cricket yes. uh, that is by the way lads um, no uh, well so of got. course the Yankees are on top of the AL at the moment the they seem to be doing very well Jersey um, being 20 games of course they haven't won a world series okay. for a long long time just gonna rub that one in there, <clears throat> but yeah, if 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 Jersey might be listening, this is probably as close as they as they've. I think they've got the best team they they've had for a long time, and they've got a good chance of getting the World Series. I don't think, I hope they won't, but they do look to have started very well uh, so far. But yeah, hopefully uh, against the Tampa Bay Rays, we'll see something different tonight. That's the hope, anyway. Um, yeah. So that's my baseball talk for this week. Uh, Shall we move on to snooker? Which, yes. as everyone knows, it's the Snooker World Tournament World Championship. World Championship, where O'Sullivan says the players are being treated like lab rats because they only have to like spend yeah. all the time in isolation but and then they come out and play 20 hours of snooker. You get like a couple million for winning it I don't think the players care that much and you get like thousands just for turning up don't yeah. you I think if you go out the round of 32 which few people have you get about 12,000 that's not bad so, it's not know. bad for a few days work it's not it's bad for a million as well two afternoons could be if you 
Ronnie O'Sullivan's opponent. Uh, yeah, well, the big news in snooker was, of course, Ronnie O'Sullivan's miraculous win. It was miraculous because of the time. It was only 108 minutes it took him to dispatch his opponent, and he beat him 10-1. 10-1. 10-1 in 108 minutes, which is pretty quick. Yeah. I guess they call him the rocket for nothing, I guess. Um, but He's got a few of them quick... Uh, World records or records, but just have a look at who else has come through. We've got um, Mark Williams, Ding Junhui, Judd Trump, Stuart Bingham, John Higgins, uh, Kurt Mc McFlynn, Kirk Kirk Mafflin, Kirk Mafflin. You spell his name wrong. Mafflin. Yeah. Anyway, so you, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Jan Bing Tao, Neil Jan Robertson. Nopin Seeng Kam Seekam Seeng Kam Congratulations And uh, Anthony McGill Anthony McGill and Beat that, Jack Lewowski in a 10-9 Very, very interesting that's match thing. Um, Yeah So, so of, of, of them that are through I'd say the big contenders are Judd Trump O'Sullivan John Higgins uh, Maybe Then we're looking at The Stuart Binghams Maybe uh, Bing Tar. Bing Tao. Yang Bing Tao. You think he's got a chance? Been playing really good. Yeah. He's uh, one of fa- well, not one of favourites, but like one of the outside lookings, I guess. Yeah. We'll talk about him. Is it? It's also versus Ding Jun Wei, I believe, next in the next round. So yeah, I think we'll, yeah, what we're going to do with the snooker, the snooker world tournament, is we are going to build up more and more as he gets towards <laughs> the final uh, but at the moment we just wanted to mention who has made it to the round of 16 16 left 16 people left give, give some early views on you know who could win yeah exactly we, I think we should make a prediction now okay I'm gonna go I want O'Sullivan but I think he'll be Judd Trump why do you want O'Sullivan because I just want him to win one he, he's, got, he's got five and I really want him to get six Right, I want John Higgins to get five. So I'm, I'm, I think John Higgins. Oh, got I hate to lo- John. Got Higgins. to the last three finals. I hate John Higgins. I hate he's, John uh, Higgins. He's got, so boring. He's got as many losses in a final as he does wins. Yeah. In the World Championships. Yeah. Used to be four to one. No, it's it, the last three finals he's been in and he's lost. He's lost all three. I know. Yeah, it's now it's four to four. He did get humiliated by Trump in the last yeah, one. He did. Uh, yeah. So we'll mention more about that next week. We're gonna quickly move on now to the basketball so we're heading over to America to talk about basketball in the NBA season we're just in America yeah well we're heading back we're heading back (laughs) these air miles are gonna gonna sort us out in a few years (laughs) so do you want to talk about the your team talk about the Celtics first you want me to talk about the Boston Celtics first well I did watch a game I actually finally got a chance to watch a game congratulations it was exciting I was had a great time. Treat yourself. Treat myself. It's been a long, long time, really. It's been honest. since March, really. Yeah. Uh, so I watched the Boston Celtics versus the Portland Trailblazers, which was on the 2nd of August. And that was a dramatic game because the Celtics had a 19 point lead at half time. And it looked like they were just going to, you know, don it very much, just storm it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, thanks to some good. Uh, Baskets from Ju- Yusuf Nurkic and Damian Lillard. I know it's, they did absolutely, they did great for especially the third quarter. They uh, did really, really good and brought it back. And it was a back and forth game. 
for the final quarter. We literally was going back and forth. Um, but I felt that the Celtics were kind of, even though it was going back and forth and they were tying the game or going ahead a, a few times in the last quarter, I always kind of felt like uh, that the Celtics were in control. Um, I think the combo of Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum just really got the job done at the end. In the end, uh, and it finished one hundred and twenty-eight to one hundred and twenty-four in the Celtics' favor. Uh, that is pretty good. I was pretty happy. Of course, they um, lost their game before to the Milwaukee Bucks. I can't say Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, not oh, Milwaukee. What are we in about? Milwaukee. We're not, we're not Yankees. Not Yankees. Yeah, of course they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee. The what? <laughs> in the game. Books. The Bucks. They lost to the Bucks in the game before. Unlucky. Uh, so yeah, they've uh, they've won forty four and they've lost twenty two. Um, what about since the recent? And they're. Literally, well, they've lost one and won one since the restart, and they're in second. Uh, seem fairly secure. Second, yeah. I'll talk about that. I think, yeah, they're probably going to end up finishing second, but we'll see. Uh, they're playing the uh, Miami Heat tonight. So that'll be fun. Um, we're going to be watching that, and we're we'll predicting a win uh, for the Celtics, but we'll see. See what happens with there. Um, I have to just. Special mention to Jalen Brown. He was sensational. I thought Gordon Haywood uh, had some good uh, touch for us as well. Uh, kept his kept his nerve pretty pretty well. I think he's he's got like one of the best clutch records in the league now. Haywood. Uh, so nice. Yeah, building on it. Building got a good car. Got a good car. But I don't know if it'll be enough come the end of the season. We'll see. Still on for first. Uh, poss- it's possible, but I have to say, I think we'll finish second. We'll see. We'll see. What about you? Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. Best team in, uh, best team right. in the NBA. They're alright. So, yeah, I just want to quickly touch on, since coming back, they've won both their games. Uh, pretty close game against Mavericks, where they beat the Wizards 125-112. to 112. Mavericks 117-115. But now, they've got Probably the biggest game in the last 10 years against the Clippers, who are second. Wow. In our our conference. So where are you, third? We are. No. Fourth. No. Fifth. No. Sixth. No. Seventh. No. I mean, there are like five teams in the... What? What? How many teams are in the conference, man? In the Western Conference. Yeah. There's 15 teams and we're currently 13th. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, but play the Clippers tonight. Uh, Phoenix Suns, as I said, won both our games. Everyone had some bad stuff to say about us because uh, just that really. <laughs> None of the players during lockdown really cared about fitness and going to the gym and going training. So they oh. had a lot of stick. Uh, couple right players, couple, right, couple, right, yeah, all right. Well, stick. we've come back and we've won that's, our two games. We've won two games. So obviously they were doing some of it. The media are just being the media. And trying to start some trouble. Yeah, a lot of Phoenix Suns players were playing video games, trying to get started on Twitch channels, which I thought was very interesting. But yeah, we play the Clippers tonight at nine o'clock. Ooh, uh, exciting! Nine nine o'clock GMT, probably GMT. Di- probably different for the you Americans, but I'm sure they'll yeah. find the time. I think you'll know what time it is. The biggest biggest game of 
<laughs> is it the biggest game? Of the day. Of the day. Probably, yeah. because, you know, I think they're coming off, you know, they've won the last two. The mm. Clippers have won the last two as well, though. But the Suns could do something, I think. And if we do, we've got a good chance that the playing championships for the last playoff spot nice. in the conference. That's nice. Because we'll be uh, 3-0 in the Disney bubble, meaning yeah. we've got a better chance at getting into that spot to play off for the playoffs. <laughs> so, you know, with Devin Booker behind us, you said a lot of your players, the only one anyone knows from Phoenix Suns is Devin Booker. <laughs> he's he's start, he's, yeah, he's started playing really aggressive and he's incredibly fit and athletic. He's like playing really aggressive throughout the whole game. Nice. So, you know, that's, that's cool. what I've written down. Aggressive and athletic. <laughs> Two is for Devin Booker. Uh, yeah, so... Cool. Good luck tonight to the boys. I think they could do it. You know, they've been playing incredible. So, we'll see you tonight. Nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, well, what are you got any predictions tonight's game then? You say it's happening? I think the Suns will win. Yeah, you said that. will win. Yeah, we'll beat the Clippers. We'll beat the Clippers. You heard it here first. Cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we're play- hopefully, we're playing Miami Heat tonight. I'm hoping we win. Good luck. But we we play at half eleven GMT, so that means it's BST actually now. BS British Standard Time. It's the GMT Greenwich Mean Time. Ah, that's during the winter. No, okay. Summer time is plus one, isn't it? GMT plus one. I see. Okay, fair deuce. Uh, so yeah, we'll move on now to teaching lessons in this. Everyone's favourite sport. Everyone's everyone's just always excited when this comes on the TV. Cricket. What? Cricket. 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 All right. <laughs> Apparently, England's been playing a few tests, William. Yeah. Well, played one test. Well, yeah. And they're playing Ireland as this week. It's not a test. Well, it's, it's just a, like friendly. Yeah. Yeah. So, played West Indies. Uh, looking good, then looking bad, then looking bad, then looking good. Yes. And they should beat West Indies. Uh, I think they played really shocking during like three overs or something. They got like. Zero and three or something. Wow. Oh no, eight and three. Eight and four. Finalized. Eight and four. So if they do it, they've just done that again against Ireland. In uh, four overs, they've gone like 33 and four. So if that becomes a normal thing. A normal thing. They're definitely not going to be Pakistan. Starting no. tomorrow. Starting at Old Trafford and there might be some fans there. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the few sports where we're actually getting some fans, isn't it? Yeah, but there's a difference between 1,000 and 75,000 in Old Trafford. True, true. <laughs> I don't think football's ready for fans yet. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. But, so, um, yeah, they played Ireland right now, uh, finishing today, and like I said, to Old Trafford tomorrow against Pakistan in the Test Series, five days. Bad nice. weather, bad weather all week there, apparently. Uh, apart from towards the end, starting about Friday, it's going to get good. Yeah. So, so good luck to the boys. Good luck to the boys. I'm sure they'll be doing Stowe all right. And Stoke, Stoke and Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes, basically. Good luck to Ben Stokes. Good luck to Ben Stokes. I'm sure you do. You'll you continue do. to be amazing. Yeah. Just carry the entire England team. Please. Please. <laughs> um, which brings us towards the end of the show, but also the most exciting part of the show, because it's the trivia. Trivia of the week. Yeah. Now, if we recall... We had the first round where I got a point, um, and then we had William's first round last week, and he got no point, zero points, um, and then this is the third round. Round two. Round two for me, sorry, yeah, round two. 
And so I've got, I've written some questions up, very topical questions, not the hardest questions. I'd say the first two are easy. The last one's really quite difficult unless you, <laughs> unless you heard about the very obscure. Uh, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna guess yeah. numbers. Well, no, you, the first possible? one you can work out the first one. Okay. So we're gonna start with an FA Cup question. Okay. So how many? Oh, as we said earlier in the show, <laughs> Arsenal's won fourteen. Yeah. But how many were with Wenger and without Wenger? Right. So our fourteen. Um, Wenger I'm was there twenty years. That he won between. I'm just thinking oh, aloud. You're allowed to do that. You've got all the time. I think he won. Two-ish early doors when he was winning titles, and then if I believe he won three or four-ish when he was just getting top four, and everyone was saying he should go. So, so still that trophy. would give him a maximum of seven, and give him a minimum of five. So I think he's in that ballpark. No, it's really hard to win seven. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna wipe. He was there twenty years. He was there twenty years. So that's. But still, to win seven would be a lot. I don't know. Um, Poster won one of them this year, and he yeah. won with someone. That's one without him. Yeah. But they have been a team like a hundred years. <sighs> it's definitely between five and seven. I'm gonna. Is it five? Five is my guess. So you, your guess is five and nine. Five with and nine without. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's wrong. Damn it. He, you were correct. It oh, is within that. Oh, I knew it was. It is seven and seven. Seven and seven. So oh Arsenal my God. have now won the exact same as Wenger in total without him. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well. Obviously, one of the, the most successful amount. managers. Yep, yeah, he is but, definitely one of the most successful managers. Never did it in Europe, though, but well done. I, no, but I was, I was saying, did cheat him my, out of one. My, my Arsenal, my friend who was an Arsenal fan was like, Yeah, yeah, we're the best, and texted me after the final. And I was like, I've got 14 FA Cups now, we're the best. I was like, I'd rather have my six European Cups, to be honest. That's like having 14 GCSEs versus a degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's no points no for me, points for no points one. for me so far. Uh, oh, god. This one you might not get. Pretty, oh, no. It's very topical though. Very easy uh, in my opinion. Name three iconic parts of Silverstone's current layout. So that's corners, straight. The pits. There's a pit. There's a I'm pit not, I'm not including that. Silverstone <laughs> I official. I don't know any of It's the very corners. famous ones. I don't know any any of them. There's very famous ones. I don't know any of them. I don't know any. You can't <laughs> name name two. I don't know the any two famous ones. Famous what corners? Yeah, I don't know the names of corners and tracks. Silverstone. I don't know what live in Silverstone. I know I live in Britain, but it doesn't mean I have uh, to know. I don't know. Well, it's one one called like John Steep somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the Point Break. Going round. Break. <laughs> I don't know. Part where they break. Uh, nah. <laughs> So the two famous ones. Jackie is Jackie Stewart. She was the one that's named after Jackie Stewart. <laughs> Why would he not be named after? They Jackie named Stewart? after like iconic World War things and the things where it's in, a, right. it's in a hangar, isn't it? All right, Churchill's Corner. No, no it's not. It's All right, there. <laughs> Montgomery. No, uh, <laughs> it's in a hangar. The famous straight is that Summit Straight. Hangar Straight. Yeah, you got one. <laughs> 
I don't know where I'm going. Uh, so the two famous ones which I expected you to get are oh. Maggots and Beckett's. Never heard of that. Never heard of that. Maggots and Beckett's. Yeah. Never heard well, of that. Must, uh, Never, ever, ever heard of Obviously, they're two very different people. Some other ones I thought you might have heard of. The village? No. No? Uh, Hangar Street, obviously, I thought you wouldn't have known. Corpse Corner? No, I thought you would have known. Maggots and Beckett's, like I said. Chapel Curve? Nope. No. And Club Corner? No. Last Corner? No. No. I thought you would have got well, uh, <coughs> Hangar Street and Maggots and Beckett's. That's why I said three. Name three. Yeah, it didn't go quite yeah. to five. Okay. So, the last one, which I expected you not to have a chance at, <laughs> is a very... <laughs> It's a very so the, two, the two easy ones that are supposedly easy. Compared to, yeah, I thought, well, the second one's easy. How is Maggots and Beckett's easy? Because everyone knows that. No one knows that. It's the most iconic racetrack in the world, probably. I don't everyone know, knows I don't know corners. No one knows the corners. Who knows names of corners? I know the names of tracks, but like I don't probably, know the names of corners. Probably half this country knows Hanger Straight and Maggots and Beckett's. No, they don't. As that's that's a wild stuff. Half the adult I population. I want to see that start survey. I want to see that survey. You got, you got to ask them. That's, there's no way. I guarantee you half the people in the country don't know what Silverstone is. Okay. That's what I guarantee you. Well, we'll obviously see. I, have a, we'll I think F1's a lot more important to people's lives than it is, maybe. 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 Should have got Maggots and Beckett's. Anyway, uh, the last question, very which is, niche. Which is very important. I saw it, I, I saw it on a tweet. Wow. Last, but I did, I did fact check it. Okay. But I saw it on a random tweet yeah. that was retweeted by like BT or something. Oh, please tell me it's before. Uh, it is snooker. Football. Oh god! But it is your man Ronnie O'Sullivan. Okay. Yep. 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 So, how many years in succession has Ronnie O'Sullivan made a century at the Crucible? Very simple. Since 1997, it's 1993. It's probably starting in the early 90s. It's between. It's over 20 years. It's it's between 23 and 27-ish. The number. Okay. Um, obviously if he made a century in 1993 yeah um, so a century is a hundred break or yeah he's made one at every every crucible I think okay I think yeah. every crucible he's been in yeah okay I think that would be a very cruel question I mean not maybe not the very first one he was in but I think he became I think he got bigger around the mid 90s Around the mid nineties. Okay. So I'm gonna have to go with a number between twenty three and twenty seven and I'm gonna go twenty five. Very close, one off. Damn twenty six. No I really no. thought you would have stood a chance with that. No, that was that was the one that stood the most of the chances with. But oh. I, I knew you'd have, you'd have guessed it would have been around mid nineties, which it was. Nineteen ninety four, he made his first, oh. and then up to this year. I was one year out. So. No, no points. No points. No points. But yeah, twenty six years. <sighs> yeah, well, don't people don't realise that he's been so good for so long. No, they don't. They don't. That's true. That's true. So yeah, so unlucky Pete. Close, Zero. Close but no cigar. Congratulations. I feel, I feel, I feel my questions are going to be obscure now. I'm going to go with random numbers as well. How was that a random number? You knew, knew it was. I'm feeling heartbroken, mate. It was heartbroken. You should have got the Formula One one. 
That Formula One question was the hardest question that I have ever been asked in my entire life. I've never been asked a harder question. <laughs> they have three corners. <laughs> yeah. On the most iconic racetrack in the world. That is the hardest question I've ever been asked in my life. Right. But the other two questions, they were they were all right. I, I should have got them. I was close. So I was I, I was in the number range. I had my number range. And my number range. Well, I was one off both you yours last week. Yeah, you was. And you were quite, quite off in the Wenger one. And I said five, yeah. I didn't realise he'd won seven. That's been well, yeah. Done very, very well. He's won half of Arsenal's FA Cup. Yeah. Which is all Arsenal have to go off about. So. Yeah, well done to Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Yeah. So that leaves us to wrap up the show and just say one last thing that we'd like to hear from you guys. Contact us. And how can the contact us, William? Uh, they can contact we will us read on. it out. Well, yeah, we will. Oh, they can the con- email. They can contact us at the email, which is the sports sandwich at gmail.com or they can leave a message on the Facebook page the sports sandwich search on Facebook or I guess they could uh, send us an Instagram if they wanted Instagram which is on the website and Twitter which is on the website both sports sandwich the website's Uh, called thesportssandwich.com and there's a contact page on thesportssandwich.com to send an email directly to us from the page and of course, guys, um, you know, start sending them five star reviews in on iTunes as well. And any feedback, and if we've we've pledged to read out anything we get back, especially in the early days, so unless jump on board. Just it'll put us in some criminal. Oh yeah, so. yeah, we're not going to read out that kind of thing. We're not so going to read out we, stuff we, about the people with Illuminati movie. Yeah, we've got yeah. to keep that a secret. <laughs> so yeah, just send us a little uh, message, even if it's even if it's to say we're rubbish and we should stop, or if it's to say we love your podcast. Yeah, we will. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but even uh, oh, yeah, come back and we'd love we'd love a five star review from my. So you can't believe how yeah. Peter didn't name could name one corner on Sylvester. No one, one can. No man. No that. man in the world can. Apart from you. There's millions of people in this country who'll be able to name one. Alright, 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 sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah, that's it. We'll wrap it up there, man. Bye. Adios. So, yeah. Uh, ciao. Ciao. <laughs>